Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Bearbats podcast is back. I'm the host, the Bear, Chris Felica. Uh, Jeff Schwartz is besides me. Sammy P and Will Hill will join us again for the highly anticipated gambling group chat coming up shortly. Well, somehow, some way, San Francisco 49ers rallied against the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. San Francisco 49ers rallied against the Detroit Lions, and the San Francisco 49ers have found their way to the Super Bowl. So that, that's what this uh, episode is going to focus on. Uh, wagers, thoughts, comments, uh, focusing on the San Francisco 49ers, the team that you are picking against I am. in the Super Bowl. A group of Niners fan, though, so I, I feel odd picking against them and you know, rooting against them. I was at the last Super Bowl they played because my brother was on the Chiefs, so I was in Miami for that game. Obviously, they're down 2010. You think the game's over. You know, yeah. we, we know three-jet wasp chip, right? They had the big play of Tyreek Hill. But this is interesting about this game because go back to that game. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo had a couple instances to win that game for the Niners. Yeah. He had Kittle open on third down. He, he threw the ball, I believe, to Sanders instead, incomplete pass. And he had Sanders late down the middle of the field that he missed as well. This is why Brock Purdy's in this game. Brock Purdy, love him, hate him, whatever, he makes those throws. He will hit those throws mm-hmm. in this game. So, you know, are the, how do the Chiefs sort of make Brock Purdy struggle when Brock Purdy guys, I mean, he's number one in the NFL in yards per passing attempt, third in pass TDs, first in passer rating, doesn't get sacked, fifth in yards per game. I mean, the Chiefs are going to have to find a way to shut Brock Purdy down while also making sure McCaffrey doesn't get off as well. So there's a lot of matchup here. I just think the Niners, Bear, you can't start that way against the Chiefs. You can't start slow against the Chiefs. And so how do the Niners come out fast knowing that I would imagine Purdy's a little jacked up for this game. He's not played this game before. Mahomes has. So, uh, Niners, though, I mean, top to bottom, a little bit at the top of the roster, better than Kansas City. Yeah, no, and, and I think that's something that we had discussed about how uh, the, outside of, like, the, the depth of the Niners' skill position players, like, like the way the, the Chiefs are playing right now, uh, you, you can make a very good case yeah. that the Chiefs uh, are the, the right side in this game, but... Again, I, I still don't think you can ignore what San Francisco did throughout yeah. the season um, as well. So, yeah, I I like the Niners in this game. I, I think some of their weaknesses uh, aren't necessarily something that the Chiefs can expose. I think the fact that you, you look at uh, the, the San Francisco secondary and with the Chiefs really not being very deep or very good yeah. at wide receiver, like that's not an area. It's it's it's, it's crazy to say that that's not an area that uh, Andrew Reid and Patrick Mahomes can't take advantage of. But I, I think that's going to be muted a little bit some. And I still worry about the Kansas City offensive. I know they played well last week with some of the backups in there, but 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 I still think their defensive ends can kind of yeah. force Mahomes into some some 
quicker decisions, some taking off a little bit sooner uh, before he likes. And, and I think that's and that kind of leads into my my best bet at the end of the show, which I'll uh, I'll te- I'll tease a little bit. But yeah, do it. Could the Chiefs win? Yeah, absolutely. Niners win, absolutely. But but I think I think we're headed towards a, a, a pretty uh, classic game, like kind of like like we've had uh, the last few years, where we, 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 no team has kind of gotten yeah. away from, for, for, from from either team. Curious to see how the kicking game plays out. There's so many fascinating matchups in this game. The one that we will talk about again, group chat, and everyone will mention this week is Andy Reid against Kyle Shanahan. Right now, Andy Reid was sort of. Kyle Shanahan for a while, right? Like not being able to win that big mm-hmm. game. You got Patrick Mahomes, all of a sudden, right. look, he can win the big right. game. What a surprise now. But he's turned Andy Reid into an aggressive coach. Andy Reid goes mm-hmm. for a fourth down. He pushes the envelope, not sells for field goals. Shanahan, though, has had moments throughout his career, even this postseason, right? Where the, the first half of the, the end of the first half of the Packers game, you're like, what are you doing, man? Go for you the Packers right. defense is Joe Barry, like, go for Raining. it. <laughs> and and well, Brock Purdy can't throw in the rain. Is if it comes down to a moment where it's conservative or aggressive, does Kyle Shanahan change who he has been in this big game? Well, yeah, he he's had numerous chances. That's kind. Of, I, I joke with Sammy about this in in, in the uh, in the group chat, you, you, and you had like a little bit like it kind of feels like. It's the Niners' time, and we've all seen that clip about the Super Bowl in 2020 with Kittle on the sideline, like soaking it in. We'll be back, and we're like, like you got that, uh, and they lost that game. Uh, Well, it it does feel that way because the the Niners have a very top-heavy roster, right? When you look mm -hmm. at the top of their roster, and they don't have what we consider. If if we did a draft right now, you're building your team, Bear. You don't have Kyle Shanahan. Mm -hmm. You're choosing a quarterback. Where is Brock Purdy on that list of quarterbacks? Is he is he ahead of Tua even in a draft like that? Yes, for me he is. He'd be ahead of Tua. So is he ahead of Dak Prescott? Yeah, not in Shanahan's offense, just like a generic offense. Is he ahead of Dak Prescott? For me, yeah. yes. Okay, well, okay. You're, I think you're higher on him than most would be. I am. So admittedly. So when you say like it's time to win now, are the Niners back here year after? But the Chiefs, I think we agree. We'll be back here at some point with Mahomes, Andy Reid together. But if you get to a point where you have to pay Brock Purdy big money and some of your older players have started to phase out, are, are you going to get back here? No. So that's why the win now is idea right. makes sense. Right. And to, to, to have the lead against the Rams and, and not go for it on fourth down and, and drop the arm punt interception and to have Purdy get hurt so early on in the game and feel like, like it, it, just, it just seems like they're due. But, but what are you talking about paying Purdy? Like that's the problem with NFL economics is that you've got to make a decision, uh, that fifth-year option, like paying. We won't have one. In, in pain, yeah, we got, we got, but, but yeah, so like, like but in terms of like yeah. talking about Tua, talking about Justin Fields, like, like the, these teams oh. are going to want the the, the 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 either like you're going to want either the Hall of Fame quarterback or a quarterback on on a rookie deal. So uh, we, we'll see how far the the, the Niners can can, can get uh, with Brock Purdy. Can they win the game? For a little further discussion on that, here's Sammy P and Will and Jeff again and myself in the gambling group chat focusing on the San Francisco 49ers.
Bear Bets podcast is back. Super Bowl preview, episode one, we handled Kansas City Chiefs. So, of course, naturally, episode two here, we're going to handle wagers involving the San Francisco 49ers, who I know I think I am in the minority. I know I'm in the minority on the set with Jeff. I don't know if I am in the minority with the two gentlemen, Sammy P. and Will Hill. I actually like the Niners to win this game, and uh, it's always a debate. Do you want to lay two? Do you just want to lay the money line if the game happens to fall on one or two? So I just decided to pay the tax, and uh, I did play my Niners money line minus 125 is what I had gotten it at. I think it's around 130 at most places now. So, Will, I, I don't know. What's your philosophy when it comes to games that are under a field goal, minus one, minus one, and one, minus two? Like, do, do, do you pay the tax on in just uh, the, the, the possibility the game lands on one or two, or are you, you going to lay the two? Yeah, I think it's important to uh, to have a lot of books and just be able to to shop around it. And I, I prefer the cheap money line. I don't want to middle myself and have the game land on one or two, which it's not likely. Most games don't land on one or two, but not likely doesn't mean it never happens. So um, I think, you know, I probably should have mentioned this in the Chiefs portion of the podcast. But if you do like the Chiefs, two, two and a half, you're probably going to get a three in terms of live wagering. Let's just say San Francisco gets the ball first, gets to midfield, gets a few first downs. Those live markets are pretty sensitive. You're going to see a three, three and a half, or if the Chiefs go, get it and go three and out, you'll probably get a three, three and a half. So, um, you know, I know it's you can't do this when you're doing podcasts a few days before the game to say, hey, just bet it live. But Chiefs at the two, two and a half, maybe you're just better off waiting uh, if you do like the underdog. Look, I've gone back and forth on this game. It's a very tricky handicap from September to December. The, the 49ers have been the better team, the much better team. But uh, you have to really just come to the grip, come to grips with the fact that this Chiefs team takes it to another level in the playoffs. Uh, I don't know if it, you can call it they play possum, but they certainly pace themselves. There's always been this idea that Andy Reid saves the good plays for the postseason. So to me, uh, I like the uh, you know I like the Chiefs getting the points here. Sammy. I haven't made a side bet yet, believe it or not. Um, we'll wait and see what happens. I mean, as we get closer to the weekend, I still think that Chief money is going to come in, but it'll get bocked back and forth. You know, like anytime it gets sub two, they're going to lay one and a half back. I mean, we've seen the resistance from pro betters and sharp groups. So I think two is a really good guess on where the number is going to close. Maybe two and a half, um, but I would probably just lay the quarter there, minus 125. What if the Niners win 21 to 20? We're going to hate ourselves if we lay two. And I think in the Super Bowl, it's the last game of the year. I'm not tying on two. I'm not tying 24-22. <laughs> I'd rather lose than tie in the Super Bowl, as, as degenerate as that sounds. So I would lay the quarter, but I haven't gotten involved yet with the uh, side or the total or the money line. Yeah, yeah two is possible because, I mean, you, you, with the job, obviously with the two-point conversion, I mean, that, that you're not going to kick the extra point and lose by one. You're gonna, so, so, like, two, I think, is more – Possible, but but I'm with you. I I, I just laid the quarter to, to just guarantee myself that they do win. Uh, that, that I would, Jeff. I know. Just, I, just so I have it correct, you you laid a little bit of tax, as you said. Yes. On Brock Purdy winning over Patrick Mahomes. So I want to make sure we. I laid it, I laid a tax on the okay. San Francisco 49ers. But, but, but the quarterback the, on, on, on the San Francisco over. on the San Francisco 49ers beating the Kansas City Chiefs. I, I didn't realize. But, but you realize I, at the end it's going to be like Brock Purdy defeats. Kansas City Chiefs. It's going to be like Brock Purdy over Mahomes. That's going to be like the headline of the of the, no, the whole won't. Super Bowl. Like Nick Foles beating Tom Brady. Like that. That's been the headline of that game. This will always go down. In the, is if the Niners win this game, it'll be like 
the, the pinnacle of Brock Purdy. We're going to always hear about how he mm -hmm. beat Eli Manning, beat Tom Brady twice. We're going to hear about that. that that's I hate the way that. The I hate that, be though, framed. because it's, that's not what happened. I know, the but game. the game is going to be framed that way if, if, if Purdy wins this game. Uh, guys, the total, you, you mentioned, Sammy, you haven't touched it yet, uh, but you mentioned in, in the Chiefs episode, someone kind of hit the Niners' fourth quarter. I kind of like the second half under already. The Chiefs' offense we've seen in the postseason starts really fast, has kind of cratered off. No fourth quarter points against Buffalo. No second half points against the Ravens. And their defense, guys, in the second half of games has been outstanding the entire season. They do not allow points in the second half of games. I don't know if it's better to, to wager on that now than maybe wait for an early sort of quick scoring burst in the first quarter, early first 25 minutes, and somehow getting a live number that's better. But what do you guys feel about Chiefs? Sort of, I mean, not Chiefs, but game kind of second half under, betting it before the game starts. Well, I can tell you now Circa and Superbook in Vegas have it at 23 and a half. And there's something to be said about that number. You know, 24 is a very popular second half total. 24 is a key number in terms of totals. So when they open it 24 and a half, that's affirmation that there's probably going to be points, right? That extra half point one way or the other tells you a lot. So for them to open 23 and a half, just under that 24 is built-in respect for second-half defense and maybe a second-half running attack that's really heavy. And look, there's a world where if the Niners are up, I'm saying if the Niners go up, they run the ball with McCaffrey or try to run the ball with McCaffrey the entire second half. Same thing with Kansas City. And, you know, it's crazy. We, we talk about them being in the Super Bowl. They beat a, an awful Dolphins defense in minus 15-degree weather. They beat a Bills defense playing on the shortest rest of any team in playoff history. And then they had 4.4 yards per play against the Ravens in the second half and scored three points. So I think all of that factored in explains the position to open just under that 24 at 23 and a half. There are two things, two bets that I actually like. Well, one kind of goes counterintuitive to what you were saying, and I think the other one is, is along the lines of what you're saying. Like, I actually played, played the Niners to score a touchdown uh, in the third quarter at Superbook. It was a uh, minus 105 is where I got these props, prop lists. Like, I think if you get the opportunity where the Niners win the toss and they defer, like you know they're going to, and they get the ball coming out at halftime, like I think they can put together a drive and score. And I think regardless of whether they get the ball to start the third quarter or not, uh, we've seen the Niners offense be much better in the playoffs in the second half and the third quarter. So uh, I think the Niners to score a third quarter touchdown is a good bet. And I think the Niners to have more possession of the ball uh, minus 115 was the Niners to lead in time of possession. That was actually at DraftKings. Like, I can see the Niners using a very run-heavy offense, a very short pass to McCaffrey kind of offense, uh, an offense to Kittle. Like, I can see the Niners really working a lot of clock to keep Mahomes and play a little complimentary football and keep that offense off the field. So Niners to have the better time of possession was a, a wager that I thought was uh, kind of intriguing. Jeff, am I crazy? You're not crazy because outside of the quarterbacks, we talk a lot about, I think the most important player in this game is Christian McCaffrey. Look at what Niners have done with him and without him for Kyle Shannon. It's not even close. They, they score more points. 
They win almost all their games. They rush for more yards. If you want to put the graphic here for, for McCaffrey. So, like, he's such an important part of what the Niners are because it's their identity is they want to run the football, obviously. They want to be able to control the clock. They want to make sure Brock Purdy has easier lanes to pass the football. I know everyone's going to be on the McCaffrey props. Like, the public's going to love the over and the rush attempts, the over in rush yards. I haven't touched these guys because I think Kansas City will focus, obviously, on trying to stop the run, especially because they know how important McCaffrey is. But I haven't touched. Are, are you guys on McCaffrey rush? props in this game? I feel like that's a very public Well, I, I thought about maybe the combined rushing and receiving. It was 129 and a half, but you're right. It seems a little high, and it seems a, a, a little kind of PD public, so uh, I stayed away. Sammy, Will, did you guys touch anything McCaffrey-related? PD public, that's a new one. I hadn't heard that one. I didn't <laughs> play that one. I did play some rushing props on 249ers. I like Purdy. There's some 12 and a half. There's some 13 and a half. I think he's going to run a little bit. We saw him use his legs that last drive against the Packers uh, in big spots, and he ran a lot against Detroit. Again, with these rushing props for the quarterbacks, you got to figure who you like to win in the game and factor that in a little bit because kneel downs do count against you, and they, there's small margins here. But uh, 12 and a half, 13 and a half, I like Purdy over. I think he's going to run a little bit. Uh, and Debo Samuel, again, that you can shop around 14 and a half, 15 and a half. I, I see it in some books. Uh, you got two weeks for that shoulder to heal. He's a big part of that offense. He didn't run a lot against Detroit, but I, I think they're going to have to get Debo involved, especially in the running game. So 15 and a half, 14 and a half, that's a little light. I think Debo is going to be a big part of the running game. And uh, I don't know if this falls more into the, uh, you know, the overall game and talking about the game, but there are some books that have Debo 30 to one to win Super Bowl MVP. I think he could have a big game. He's got a thousand career rushing yards, 19 career rushing touchdowns. You need production that's detached from the quarterback. If Debo has a big game, uh, if we're talking, if we're looking for a sleeper, a non-quarterback to win this award, I think Debo's got a shot to steal this award, Bear. I, I have not done, Bear, anything McCaffrey related. I will... I will have a quick crack, though. One of our editors that I love to death said, hey, who do you like for Super Bowl MVP? I got the message yesterday. And I said, me and Will already gave you McCaffrey and Purdy two weeks ago. Like, <laughs> you want another MVP, That Like, I can't, you know, who do you like now is, is different than who we liked two weeks ago. And I think, Will, you had something like six to one on Purdy and I had 850 on McCaffrey. Those are super live in this game. But my favorite Niners prop, and it's the first bet I made this is going to sound super squirrely, but hang with me. Kyle Juszczyk, over two and a half receiving yards. It's now three and a half. I would still play over it. three and a half. He's either going to have none or he's going to have ten. Like He's going to get this on one catch. In the last three games, he played Kansas City. Four targets, four targets, three targets. So 11 targets in three games. And what Shanahan's been able to do is use Kansas City secondary – that plays very physical, very droppy, and Kansas City's pass rush, which is very good with Karloftis and Jones, he uses that against them with the fullback flair. And if Purdy can make a man miss, there's Ustek, five, six yards in the open, literally wide open, and he can catch the ball. This isn't a guy that has stone hands. He can catch the ball. He's had, in those three games, 34 yards, 39 yards, 38 yards. He's not only getting this number, he is flying over this number. As long as he gets three targets or four targets, he's going to catch one ball, and it's not going to be for one or two or three yards. It'll be for five or more. Good one. I'm glad you guys both mentioned Debo and, and Juice, because I feel like that's a good sort of theme on, I think, how this game's going to go for the Niners' offense, because as you mentioned – 
the Niners, I mean, the, the Chiefs' defense, especially lately, has just sort of played off, right? We saw how many throws Josh Allen had behind the line of scrimmage, how many throws Lamar Jackson had behind the line of scrimmage. Who's going to be behind the line of scrimmage? It's juice, right? It's He's open. The, the, the Chiefs will gladly take him to get yards over anyone else. You mentioned Debo, Will. I love, I took his over for receptions. I took his over for receiving yards because what do the Chiefs do really well? They shut down the number one wide receiver, right? They have allowed the third fewest downfield passing yards all 2023. I have Brandon Ayuk under four and a half receptions. I have him under 63 and a half receiving yards. Well, someone has to move the ball for the Niners. It's going to be Debo, right? Debo's in the slot. You move around the place. I think all these wagers to me in the Super Bowl, tend for me, tend to be correlated, right? So if I think Brandon Ayuk's not going to have a lot of yards, I think Debo's going to have yards, right? I think Juice's going to catch the ball. I think McCaffrey will catch the football. So I think if you wager sometimes like that, that's the way my brain thinks for these games, you look at what Kansas City has done defensively, shut down number one, so number two, number three, number four, number five are the typically the guys on the team who get the receptions, the receiving yards, and are part of the offense more than usual. It's funny, we mentioned in the, uh, the Chiefs portion uh, last episode about like the kicking game, and Will, you hit on it a little bit when you, when you kind of said... Niners got the ball fourth and two at the 30. What are they doing? And we all, in, in, in lockstep, they're kicking. Like, we, we know Shanahan is conservative. We, we know he's kicking field goals. And that's what led me to, to this wager. And, it, again, it's something that I don't think people would necessarily want to play or the narrative right now is, is Jake Moody's bad. But Jake Moody over 17 and a half, over, over other seven and a half points at plus 110, that's a, that I think is a good wager because – you're looking at a guy who is not necessarily going to go for a lot of fourth, and that's two field goals and two touchdowns. But we, we don't think the Niners can score 20 points in this game, uh, a couple of fourth fourth and threes in, in, in Kansas City territory that they don't go for it. And maybe they, they settle for a long field goal try. They potentially get it. So two field goals, two touchdowns for eight points for Moody. Uh, Will, Will you, you thinking that might be uh, okay based on the, the conversation we had in the other, uh, in the other show? It makes sense. Directionally, I agree with you. I wouldn't go under, but like, yeah. oh, attempt the kick. That's but the, the best ball way has to put go it. I wouldn't uprights. go under. I wouldn't go under. I, I feel good at least that we're in agreement there. Like the ball's got to go through the uprights, though. Like this kicker's shaking. He was so good at Michigan. It's yeah. almost like he drafted these kickers high, and it puts too much pressure on him. Because remember, what was it? The Bucks traded up for Aguayu six or seven years ago, and he was terrible. <laughs> oh, they took him in the second round. Like he's missed kicks the last three games. He missed one against the Rams, missed one against the Packers, missed one uh, against Detroit early on. Remember, he missed that one that would have won the game against Cleveland. He's a little shaky. He's a rookie. This is the Super Bowl, so I I agree the opportunities are going to be there. But if he misses one early, does Shanahan get away from him and get tight and say, you know what, I'm going to go for it and I. I don't trust this guy as much, so I wouldn't play under. I just I, I worry about Moody in this game. That could this could be the difference. You know, we could be sitting here uh, the day after the Super Bowl and say, "Hey, it came down to a kick," and, and that's why the Chiefs are the Super Bowl champions. It's not impossible. It's funny you bring up taking kickers too early. I think that was when Robert Kraft found out that Belichick took Chad Ryland before Puka Nakua. I think that was the nail in the coffin. Like that was the final dagger in New England, and that's when probably why like Belichick that, hasn't wow. gotten hired yet. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. That 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 is a tough one. I actually like. I I actually did like an IU prop, Jeff. I actually, yeah. I actually, uh, his first reception over eight and a half yards. Like, yeah. uh, I, I think I could see him running one of those one of those crossing routes, one of those seam routes yeah. where, like, he's not get. I don't think he's going to get a like a a two yard pass and try and break a tackle yeah. and make a run like. I of course, Superbook had a bunch of really cool props like that, like a distance of first reception for all these players. So uh, check out their wager, man. You can say they they have some unbelievable props and very creative stuff as well. Uh, what else? 
I like Brock Purdy over half an interception in this game. Okay. Uh, the way the Chiefs pressure packages, we talked earlier in the Chiefs episode about the way they bring pressure. I think they're going to find a way to sort of, quote, fool Brock Purdy. Also, too, guys, if you notice when, when Purdy gets hit, he's not a big quarterback. If someone hits him at all while he's throwing the football, the ball just ricochets everywhere. It never goes straight. And so if the Chiefs are able to get a little bit of pressure in his face as he's throwing the football, the ball is bound to go up in the air. And when he is intercepted this season, it's when they lose their games. If you want to put it up here, they're 11-0 with zero interceptions for Purdy. They have their four losses when he has thrown an interception. And so I think for the Chiefs to win this game, they're going to need to force some mistakes for Purdy. Again, I have the Chiefs winning this game, so betting over half an interception is the way I'm going to go here. I think they're going to have to do this, and as we've seen, when Purdy gets a little bit of pressure, a little bit hit, the ball flutters up in the air. Uh, give me Chiefs. Uh, excuse me. Give me Purdy over over half an interception is my last Niners prop here. Uh, they're, Jeff, they're, did you hold the graphics team hostage all weekend or what? I mean, this I is was thinking the same thing. Very, very, I'm this very, is unbelievable. Very. very very prepared for this one, you know, and he's demand and he's demanding too. Like, yes. I, 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 if you want to put the graphic, like they'll they'll get to it. They know how to do their job. I played in the NFL. Do what I tell you to do. That's pretty it's, much what he said. That's exactly, exactly what I do. Yeah. yeah. See, they're they're, they're exactly. here. Here it took it took they got bagels this morning for us too. It, it I told them I want to need bagels. It yeah. took four months, but the ego, <laughs> the ego, and the, the demand finally came out. I, I blocked for Joe Webb. Do you know who I am? That's what, that's what I heard. <laughs> I, I, I I didn't play that game though, so technically I did not block for Joe Webb. Yeah, sorry, buddy. In practice, I don't know if anyone blocked for Joe Webb that night. No one did. That's the point. Can, can you just can you tell? Can you share what we're talking we about? We talked about this before. I, the, Joe Webb played a playoff game for the Vikings in 2012. I did not play that game. We lost 27 to three. It was coaching malpractice. Like I, they just didn't prepare for Joe Webb to play at all, even though our quarterback couldn't throw the football all week. I've never. Some, <laughs> the thing about NFL coaches is like, tell them just aren't good. They're just not good coaches. Like you think everyone because it's the NFL and it's the highest level of coaching for football that they're all good and some just aren't there it's currently coaches it, it, it's obvious and apparent and it's amazing i mean just look at some of the awful game management and in decisions that are made and going forward not going forward time management like it's it's pretty damn apparent that some of these guys just don't know how to do do like common sense common math but we, we've talked a lot about like the niners offense it, and I guess I'll start with Jeff before segueing back to Sammy and Will. Like, are there any concerns about the Chiefs tackles, the Chiefs offensive line, whether it's Smith or, or Jawan Taylor, and being able to block Purdy, and, and I'm not being able to block Bosa and some of the other Niners? Like, are there any Niners defensive props in terms of sacks or forcing a turnover that that might be out there, Jeff? Well, they'll just hold Bosa, so that's not we don't have to worry about sacks because they'll just hold them, right? That, that's what the Chiefs' offensive tackles do? No, look, the Chiefs' offensive linemen get a lot of penalties. Jawan Taylor and Jonathan, and Jonathan Smith are, are first, and, first and third in most holding penalties since 2019. Like, those guys hold. There's no, there's no doubt about it. The question is, does Bill Vinovich's crew call him? Because Bill Vinovich's crew typically is very scarce with their holding penalties, which is what I believe a game should be. The less penalties, the better the game is. Of course, former linemen. The best, I want, no, I, if, Bear, if a game is played, with zero penalties, it's the best game ever. I don't want, and the referee should just stay out of the entire game, I feel like. But nonetheless, um, yeah, I mean, look, a Bosa sack, maybe, maybe, look, at Armstead, some, something inside. If if uh, Joe Tooney can't go, you look at Allegretti, gave up a sack uh, last weekend to the Ravens. Um, but I look, go, go back to 20, if you guys have the time, you have free time before now in the Super Bowl, 
Go watch a highlight package or, or go watch the full game impossible. The Chiefs 2022 game in San Francisco, what they did to Bosa and the different looks they gave him, the ways they were able to neutralize him. Like they, that's going to be the plan. They're going to find every way possible to make sure that they do not let him take over the game. The Chiefs often are not in third and long situations because they're so good on first and second down, especially if they're able to run the football. So that, that negates the possibility for Bosa to be able to get the third and eight, third and nine, third and ten situations where he could possibly sack the quarterback. So I, I don't think that – look, I, I don't think he's going to have the presence that we think he might have in this game because the Chiefs will have a plan for him. Okay. Yep, I agree Agree with what Jeff said. And, Barry, you're talking about defensive props. That's one market I don't get involved in. I think it, it leads into a point of like, hey, you want it's the Super Bowl. You want to be able to enjoy the game. You don't want to make so many bets that you're nervous the whole game and you lose track <laughs> of what you bet. So keep that in, in check. Keep that in mind where like there's so there's so many ways to bet. You can live bet it, but um, just because it's the Super Bowl doesn't mean you have to like over bet or, or bet things that you don't really like or just bet for fun because you could end up with you know a scenario where you don't even know what you're rooting for or you bet too much. So keep that in mind. It is still one game you want to be able to enjoy it. Is there a a thought? I guess maybe thought or is there a feeling like just kind of like maybe it's time. For the Niners, I mean, you, you look at the last few years, like the loss to the Chiefs in 2020 in that game that they very easily could have won. Uh, two years, they, they had the Rams beat in the NFC Championship game and cautious Kyle didn't go for it on fourth down and then they dropped a, 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 an arm punt interception. Uh, last year, the cruel blow in Philly where Purdy gets hurt. Like you've had chance after chance after like – is there just like a kind of a, a thing in the back of your mind, Sammy, maybe like maybe the football gods and, and, and the karma finally like the, the Niners are going to have their due in this game? Yeah, the 50-unit football gods whale play. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I've considered it. <laughs> I've thought about it. I try not to bet with narrative. Yeah, I, I, know, I, know, I, know, I know you don't, but like, like is, is that kind of like – does that like – he's from like a – a story uh, entering the game and like you think about do, do you at least like think about like yeah i could i could kind of see like like this the storybook ending and in whatever like i don't know wasn't this the bills time for the storybook ending to happen this year no <laughs> there wasn't the ravens this year the ravens, ravens yeah look yeah, I, just I mean there there's a lot of there's a lot of people that will bet the narrative that you can't bet against mahomes in fact the guy from accounting at nesson on friday said <laughs> Niners should be the dogs. And I said, okay, it's amazing that you're not making lines in Vegas. You know, Vegas has it all wrong, says the guy who doesn't even bet. Um, and I love the guy, too. But I, th I think the real narrative here is that this is Mahomes against Purdy. And it is, it is so much more than that. I mean, you're going to need both offense and defense plus, plus your special teams units to deliver here. I mean, this is not going to be a game that's won on quarterbacking alone. The one narrative that I do not want to see is Swift and Kelsey, you know, engaged at midfield after a no, Super Bowl no. win. Like that, my my brain would explode, and I'd be happy for him. But like, come on, it doesn't sound like it. Do that. No, it, like, it doesn't sound like <laughs> it. Sam doesn't like do love. That. That's what I hear. Privately. Doesn't like love. Yeah, doesn't right. like love. Mm -hmm. Did 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 you, yeah. did you guys see they opened up? Was it Fandle that opened up the Will Kelsey propose uh, after the game? At like the no was minus three fifty four hundred. And got Worst blasted. To, it got blasted to minus thirty five hundred in thirty minutes. Yeah, it was like Vandal Canada. I think had that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, give me. I'm, I'm going to Canada. I'm betting the exactly. no on that one. Yeah. Um, no, that that would that would have been fun to wager on here though. I would have taken that immediately. Minus four hundred. Oh, sign me up. Hard it was minus two fifty. Oh, two fifty. Open two fifty. Is that what it was? Two fifty. Yeah. Well, they don't believe in love in Canada. That's what it is. <laughs>
probably $25 limits probably. All right. Anything else uh, Niners related before we uh, shut this one down? What, no, I think we covered it. What is it with um, the Niners' longest punt being a favorite wager, it feels like, when you read articles and see people tweeting about Sammy Will? Do you guys, have you seen this Niners' longest punt? The number one from 55.5 to 56.5. I, I don't know why, but seems like people are wagering on that. Sammy, I don't know if that's one you got involved with. Not, not, nothing for me on the punt. No, I, I have not, but I can tell you, one of my best friends every year bets on the longest punt prop over, <laughs> and he's the worst at the Super Bowl party. He did this, <laughs> he did this in the Rams-Bengals game, and I want to say there were 13 punts in that game, and every punt, he just yells, and I want to say the longest punt was 55 and a half, and he did not get there. Oh, with 13 man. punts. Oh, wow. Um, Such a but shame. he will bet it again this year, Jeff. Keep trying. Double double, double up. There's no, there's no way they're going to lose four in a row. There's no way they're going to lose five in a row. Yeah. I mean, we'll try, try doing that during baseball season with a couple of uh, $2, yeah. $2 favorites to see, and see how that goes. Anyway, that, that, that's, a, that's a time for the baseball preview pot in a couple of months. So looking forward to baseball. Ba- baseball season. Spring training is probably like pitcher to catchers is probably soon, right? B- very soon. Yeah. Very Do you have any graphics for it? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's going to have a Barry. He's going to have a, gra- Z- a, gonna, right he's gonna have a Barry Zito, Tim Lincecum graphic for us. But back in the uh, uh, back in the glory, day, the, glory the, days, the glory days of Giants baseball. He, he's he's over here shopping for Giants spring training hats before we oh, uh, look, before we got going. They look fresh. Some of us have hair on the show still that we yeah, want to cover it sometimes. It's okay. Yeah. Haven't paid for a haircut in, in twelve years. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> all right, guys, Niners. We've covered them. Chiefs, we've covered them. We'll be back later in the week with uh, some other angles in this game. Another great gambling group chat there, Bear, covering the 49ers. Um, some of those wagers kind of sparked my interest. I, I might I might crib mm-hmm. one from Sammy here when, when we get to our best bets. Before we get to our, our best bets, last question on the Niners for you. Mm-hmm. Which team do you think has more paths to win the game, Niners or Chiefs? Niners. I think so, too. Because so, yeah. yeah, for the Chiefs to win the game, Mahomes has to be great. I think for the Chiefs to win the game, Mahomes, Mahomes I, cannot play a B minus game yeah. and have the Chiefs win. Whereas I, I think if Purdy plays a B minus game, we've seen in the playoffs he has now played great games and they have yeah. had found ways to win. Like, but it, where where is the Chiefs' offense coming from if Mahomes does not have a good game? So I think the Niners have more avenues to win. I, I agree as well. And your best bet is along, I think, one of those lines about having ways to win this it game. Is, it, it is. And, and we, 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 we've talked about it and how you saw the, 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 the Chiefs rather drop passes throughout the year, have trouble. Like, maybe, potentially maybe you get some three and outs. They were off the field a lot in the second half. And it couldn't, couldn't yeah. really do much after the, the, the scoring the 17 points early. Like, I think the Niners to have a, a, a higher time of possession. Uh, in, in this game is, is my best bet because I think you're, you're going to see uh, maybe a little bit more of a run-based offense. You're going to see McCaffrey yeah. run. You're going to see Juice run, uh, maybe some short passes. Uh, I think you're going to see a lot of like ball possession to kind of help the 49ers defense to kind of keep the Chiefs off the field and, and keep Mahomes from potentially doing the things uh, that, that he can do. Uh, I, I think maybe – in a situation like this, that will lead towards maybe the, the Niners holding on to the ball for 
35 minutes or yeah. so to, 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 to keep that secondary off the field. And, 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 like, and like I said, I think that, that, that Kansas City offensive line, as good as they were against Baltimore, I think there's an opportunity for a few more three and outs, a few more incomplete passes from Kansas City, whereas I think maybe you'll see a few more safer passes yeah. from, from San Francisco, which will keep that clock running. Uh, I like this wager a lot. It's one I actually looked at for time of possession when you're looking through kind of all the you know, all the, the, the mm-hmm. websites and whatnot because if you think about game flow, right, you mentioned some of this. The, the Chiefs defense does a lot of bend but don't break, right? Mm-hmm. They, they played, they, at least yep. the last two weeks, they played off coverage. Yep. We'll let you get underneath and we'll let you get your yards. But in the red zone, we're, we're clamping down. And they can do that. They have two all-pro corners. Chris Jones, Carl Office, like they can clamp down the red zone. Where offensively, obviously, as you mentioned, Will the Chiefs stick to the running game? Because they can run the football in this game, yep. but Andy Reid, historically, it's hard to get him to actually do that, right? So I like this wager a lot. I and mean, again, you could be one second over, but the Niners, I think, will be able, will want to try to slow down the pace of the game, run the football. They take a lot of time on that play clock. Um, and so along the lines of the Chiefs allowing underneath completions, which they did against Buffalo, did against the Ravens. Uh, I'm going to crib one from Sammy. Now, I like a lot of the wages I mentioned for the Niners already, but Kyle Juszczyk, over three and a half receiving yards, man. I bet this immediately. I think it's a great wager. For how much he's in the game, and again, for how much the Chiefs allow underneath catches. Also, too, the Chiefs tackle really well. So they allow the catch underneath. They rally to the ball and tackle really well. And he mentioned it. They have neglected him in the past, but they haven't neglected him. They've chosen to cover other guys. Right. And again, if I think Brandon Ayuk's going to have a, a, a lesser game, and the tension's focused on Christian McCaffrey, Niners will move the ball somewhere. I think we agree it's Debo, and I Sammy's wager is great. I'm, I'm going to steal it from Sammy. Um, I bet this myself. Uh, while he was talking on the show, I found it and wagered on it. Uh, on, <laughs> on, uh, and so I, I like this wager a lot. So that's my best bet. You know, I, I remember I, I, I actually had some juice wagers in the previous Super Bowl. And they hit, yeah. And, and, and they hit. So, yeah, I, I, I like finding some of the uh, – the off-brand kind of players and going overs are having success for them and and look and will mentioned this as well in in the in the group chat about if, if you want to bet under on these guys just wait, wait because yep. these numbers will click up throughout the week and by Sunday you might get eight nine yards or whatever of. CLV, if you want to call it that, in the opposite direction <laughs> from, from from where he, kind of the, the bridge yeah. too far, like we've joked about uh, with Steve Fezzik about line moves going uh, too far in one direction, and you could be sitting uh, on the on the other end of a winner. So hopefully we gave you two winners there, Jeff and I. Hopefully Will and Sammy gave you some winners as well in the gambling group chat. So that'll cover it for the uh, for the San Francisco 49ers portion of the uh, the Super Bowl preview. Appreciate everybody uh, downloading and rating and reviewing and subscribing from wherever you get out your uh, your podcast subscriptions. Check us out on that YouTube channel. See how how pretty we look in our in our brand new studio here in Los Angeles. For Jeff, yeah, for pretty. Sammy, you are pretty. Thank you. For Jeff, for Sammy, for Will, I'm Bear. Less you bet, more you lose when you win. <laughs>